I'm Zach Harper. We've got Black Trey. We've got Dave Schilling, Rob Lopez on the ones and twos. We're talking Ennis Cantor trying to fire people. we got a Rockets Thunder showdown. There are Terry Rozier rumors. But first, guys, the game of the night, which actually wasn't a good game, but i got to celebrate my Bucks. Bucks 134, Warriors 111. The Warriors' eight-game winning streak is done. Sure, no Draymond Green and Steph got injured at some point, but it was a blowout anyway. The Bucks had 84 points in the paint. Dave Schilling, are the Bucks the best team you've ever seen? <laughs> well, yes, definitely. I've been watching basketball for over 30 years, and this is as good as it gets. Unbelievable. How about that? How about that team? This Bucks team is all over the place, Trey. This Bucks team is firing on so many. So they didn't even shoot threes well tonight. They just dom- they bullied the Warriors. Yeah, it was really impressive. I'm not even going to lie. Um, I normally kind of yawn when the Bucks play, but they got my attention. They were doing things. Um, Shout out to Coach Bud, getting these guys, you know, fired up. And, you know, Eric Bledsoe had the game of his life. Um, he was being super aggressive. You know, Giannis made some plays. Every, I felt like all their guys, even even uh, DiVincenzo, actually, you know. Yeah, he looked good at uh, times. Was still, still good at times, you know. Um, but this is a big win. It's a statement game. It's more so, you know, to feel, feel good. The one play where uh, Giannis dunks on um, – was it Lee or was that Kevin Kevon Looney? I think that was Looney, right? It was Looney. Yeah. 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 That play right there was like, okay, this is serious right here. Despite Draymond being out, I don't think Draymond does too much to that. Um, But in general, like, you know, this is one of those games to, you know, at least take the buck serious this year. Yeah, absolutely. And Dave, I think like, especially after they had a hot start, they get that win over the Raptors when Giannis and Kawhi both didn't play. So it's still a little bit meaningful there for the little battle in the East. Um, But then they had that clunker against the Blazers. The Blazers really put it on them. So to come back in, in Oracle, uh, the Warriors don't really lose like this in Oracle. They had a couple of games last year when they weren't really trying, but this team seems focused this year. Yeah. Oh, sorry. This is uh, definitely a big win for them. And I think, you know, the Warriors have always had a hard time against a long team. If you think back to that Western Conference finals against Oklahoma City, they had a really hard time passing the ball, getting getting the ball through those those little tiny lanes that they're they're always able to, to sneak the ball into. Uh, and it's harder to do when guys have crazy long arms and pretty much everybody on this, this Bucks team is, is, is rangy and long. It's, it's hard to, to do the things that they, they like to do with the basketball against a team like that. Yeah. Zach, I had a funny backstory on uh, Malcolm Brogdon uh, looking off Eric Bledsoe for the junk. Oh yeah. The, the breakaway and uh, Malcolm Brogdon is like, no, I got this. So every time Brogdon scores, uh, he funds water wells in East Africa. So he scored 20 points tonight. So that those, those, uh, each bucket would count towards funds going to Africa. Oh, that's awesome. All well, right. I, I guess that's why the Warriors won. They were like, you know what? Let's just, let's just let him score. Malcolm Brown yeah. had 20 tonight. Giving 20, back. Man. They're giving shouts, back. Shouts to the Prez. That's a, that's a good – yeah, shouts to the Prez. That's a good thing to do. Like he should do that all the time. One, it's a good cause. Two, like now you start playing hard defense against him. You hate charity. You're a bad person. Absolutely. You're a bad person. You're a bad so person. That's, a, that's a heady play. That's a heady play. Uh, for the Warriors, Kevin Durant looked pretty, pretty ordinary, at least scoring the ball. He did have nine assists, but he also had six turnovers. Steph had 10 points, six assists uh, before leaving 
uh, after 26 minutes with that abductor strain. Uh, Clay Thompson was pretty good, 24 points on 15 shots. Um, but the the Bucks bench was you know they didn't score a ton. Pat Connaughton had uh, had 15. Ilya Sova was like a plus 28 in 23 minutes. Project like he played Pat. really he played really good defense. I thought he was good rebounder. He made some plays. Um, I just the way these Bucks are playing. You know, this isn't even a uh, I want to tease Waz type of thing. Like the Bucks are really playing great basketball. Like this is a real team now. We didn't see them as a real team last year. They had such horrible coaching last year and such basic, you know, schemes on both both sides of the ball. Like it's almost like I don't want to compare it to the Mark Jackson Steve Kerr change because it's not that severe. They're not they're not at that point. But it just seems like everything is so much more open. I mean, Trey, you've talked about this in the past of like Giannis doesn't really like Giannis is incredible, but doesn't seem to make his teammates better. And I don't know that he's doing that yet, but the system has made his teammates better. Yeah, absolutely. Those guys are getting confidence and uh, you know, Giannis is uh becoming more of a well rounded basketball player. He's making plays. Uh, he had one possession where he was back to the basket and uh, found the open uh, uh, Project Pat down below where he got the dunk. So, uh, you know, his awareness is getting better, and nothing but is showing him the way um, how to play the game the right way. Dave, best team in the East. Who is it? I think it's Milwaukee right now. I mean, it's it's between them, Toronto, and Boston. I think it, they're head and shoulders above both of those teams right now. What about Showing- in June? What about in June? <laughs> I said on Twitter, Bucks and Six, they're winning the whoa, title. Whoa! I'm calling it. I'm, I'm, you know what? You know I'm just, I'm just saying that to get people hot. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm hot right now. Hot. I'm hot That's, right now. Then I did my job. Bucks and Six, I believe it. All right, listeners, I've got to tell you guys about a new time-saving trick in under five minutes using an awesome new app called Simple Contacts. Anyone who wears contact lenses needs to know about it. Simple Contacts lets you renew your prescription and reorder your brand of lenses from anywhere in minutes through an online vision test. It's designed by doctors and every test is reviewed by a doctor. So they're literally bringing the doctor's office to your home. My friend Jessica, she's got contacts. She uses Simple Contacts. Couldn't be an easier thing for her to do. Contact lenses prices are unbeatable. Vision test is only $20 and you get free shipping. Best of all, listeners get $20 off their first Simple Contacts order with our promo code BTB. Try it for yourself and save $20 on your lenses by going to simplecontacts.com slash BTB. Again, that's BTB. Or entering the code BTB at checkout. I want to mention this isn't a replacement for your periodic full full eye health exam. You still need to do those occasionally. But it's the most convenient way to renew a prescription and reorder your contacts if your vision hasn't changed. Don't just take it from me though. Simple Contacts has been rated five stars over 5,000 times on the App Store. That's really impressive. Again, this is not a replacement for your periodic eye full eye health exam. $20 off simplecontacts.com slash BTB or just enter the code BTB at checkout. Save time, save money, save yourself a headache with Simple Contacts at simplecontacts.com slash BTB. All right, the other big game of the night, the Rockets get trounced, trounced by the Thunder, a Russell Westbrookless Thunder, 98 to 80. OKC has now won seven in a row after their 0-4 start. Uh, Westbrook still has that ankle injury. We don't know when he's going to come back. Okay. So he had a complete game, six guys in double figures. Paul George had 20 points, 11 rebounds, six assists, six steals. Steven Adams with 19 and 10, uh, Harden, Chris Paul. They just don't look any good right now. Uh, I don't know that we should be worried. You know, there was no Eric Gordon in this game, Trey, but 
the this Rockets team is just so mediocre. It reminds me, it's not as severe, but it reminds me of remember like they came out and they were the two seed and and they looked really good a few years ago. And then the, the year after they barely made the playoffs, they went like 41 and 41 and like barely made it on the last night. It looks like they have that kind of like malaise saturating this team. Well, first of all, emergency break glass. There is a problem in Houston that Chris Paul contract is aging like Benjamin Button, but that the might, reverse way. That might be that might end so up aging the, the normal way. Like yeah, yeah, aging, aging the normal way, right? I think I, Trey in like two years that might be the worst contract in basketball. That's going to be the worst contract in basketball. Like I'm happy he got paid, sure, but they were really desperate. And then also losing, you know, three vital pieces to their success, you know, small minor guys, it's definitely showing. And they need to make a move ASAP because I don't see this getting, I don't see this improving. Um, and then Carl, Carmelo Anthony continues to look bad and struggle. Um, I don't know where he fits on his team. Um, and, I mean, on the bench, wouldn't it be a bad idea? Because yeah. he, he's on the floor. He yeah, did say that yeah. adjusting bench role is challenge challenging uh, him mentally. I don't think so. I think it's just more so he's just he'll be a cancer if he doesn't you know figure it out. Um, but Paul George returned back into indie Paul George first option. Paul George looked real comfortable. His shot looks real good. Getting whatever he wanted. You know, making Steven Steven Adams look good. So and I like I like what Schroeder's bringing to the table too. So and Ferguson Ferguson's knocking down the three finally. Yeah, after, and uh, after Diallo after looks start. good. Diallo, looks Diallo! Good as a Diallo, he looks good as a rookie. Uh, Jeremy Grant had a nice game. Like they they're just playing really well. Dave, uh, for this Rockets team, are we are we like a a month from now is going to look like we're overreacting? I don't think so. I mean, I, I, I'm with Trey. There's a serious problem. Uh, if I'm remembering correctly, I think that year that they went, you know, 41 and 41 was the year that they fired Kevin McHale and Harden just quit on the team. I, I could be totally wrong, but that's what I remember. And I feel yeah. like this is happening again where James Harden is just like, eh, we're not going to get it done. No, he came in a little heavy. What? Hmm. Thunder seven straight. Uh-huh. Yeah, they look good. You know what? So I was I was talking to some people and about this whole freedom of movement thing and the emphasis on there. And you saw the Thunder just really struggling with that early on. Paul George was getting into foul trouble the first three or four games. Um, but they seem to have figured out like, all right, we got to kind of think our way through this a little bit. We got to be more intelligent. And and ever since that's kind of clicked for them, now they've kind of figured out how to defend. I mean, they only give up 80 points to the Rockets tonight. You know, like the Rockets had an 87 offensive rating, like 11 of 42 from three shot 37% from the field, 17 turnovers. Like they, they just slapped them around. Zach point blank period. The Rockets should not be one and six against the West coast teams. I'm sorry. Absolutely. Absolutely agree. Like this is this roster. Yeah. This roster is at least talented enough to get by. Trey, they haven't won at home. They're own. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> they, they let important pieces to the last year's team go and they replaced them with Carmelo Anthony who refuses to play and Brandon James Knight. Dennis, James Michael Dennis. Carter Williams is garbage. I'm sorry. Useless player completely. It's just total mismanagement of, of a team that was one game away from going to the finals and beating the Warriors. Is it, all right. Is, I don't want to make excuses for him. Is it possible Chris Paul's still injured or is he just bad? Nope. I think no, he's washed. 
He's washed. Like he wait, come on. He's he was old. so good last year. He was so good last. Year. He can't have gone from that to washed. He's that old. quickly, right? He's I old. I mean, the thing is about point guards is your life expectancy. They're just like running backs, right? So running backs after a certain amount of years, you're kind of gone. The life expectancy for a point guard in the NBA is 32. Chris Paul is now 33 years old. Last year was his, like, I'm going to give it all. His only chance to actually make something go. And I still think this Rockets team makes the playoffs, but it all depends on James Harden and where his focus is. Quick question both of you guys. Trey, do the Rockets make the conference finals? No. Dave? No. There's there's too much talent I think in the Western guys. Conference. Rockets suck. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm glad we're all in agreement on that. All right, let's get into some news and notes. Endis Cantor, guys, is trying to get the Hawks social media people fired after saying that they're childish. So what happened was there was a play with Cantor and Miles Plumley trying to rebound a basketball. Cantor basically got flipped over Plumley and hit pretty hard on the ground. The Hawks tweeted out the video with a little Jim Ross dubbing Dave Schilling. You know, it's a little, mm-hmm, little, mm-hmm. little, 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 rest, little wrestling action there. Finally blocked by Spellman. Second shot, though. And uh, Cantor responded to the tweet with hold that L and then called the Hawks Twitter childish and said someone else needs to run it. His quote was. It's kind of weird because like they just got a, they just lost the game last night and uh, the guy who, who were tweeting about got double double on him. You know, so it's a little weird to just tweet something about him after got a bad loss at home loss. And so it's just a little weird. And I, we're just talking about it probably. Uh, the social media guy, probably a high school or something. I don't know. They should consider a new one, definitely. More mature one, because it's, I, I've been seeing the, what, what the Hawks account tweet in. It's terrible. Very childish. Uh, NS Cantor, don't be a dick. How about this, all right? Like, is it a great tweet? No. Does this person need to be fired over that tweet? Like, what are you doing? You want just some random person fired because they sent out a tweet with a Jim Ross dumbing? Like, get out of here. That's not even my problem. My problem is that he's saying that a tweet is childish. Has this guy ever been on Twitter? Has he seen his own? 90% of what is said on Twitter is childish. You're an adult saying, hold that L. What are you talking about? Come on. This is pathetic. This, This guy. So apparently, Trey, one of the Hawks assistant coaches was fist bumping uh, with players after that sequence um, that looked looked like Cantor could have been injured. And so then Cantor said, I understand it's a war, but come on, man. In the end, we're all human out there. You shouldn't be doing that. I wouldn't do that. In the end, everyone's got a, a family. Everybody's got friends and everything. So I think they took a little bit too far. Well, hold on a second. You want the Hawks guy fired over this, over a tweet? But the assistant coach you're good with? You're good with fist bumping dirt on, on a potential injury? Trey, come on. Ennis Cantor is out of his mind. Uh, listen, he's been he's been the mascot for every team he's played for for the past five years. He has to cut it out. We need to stop giving him attention. He's like That's the LeVar Ball. He's the LeVar, basket, LeVar Ball of, uh, of the NBA. Like, at this point, he just, he's just doing a lot of stuff for attention, you know? Sometimes he rebounds and has good games, but he should just let his game talk. He's just too vocal now at this point. 
Uh, other news, George Hill is out up to two weeks. The Cavs are already dealing with the Kevin Love injury, and he we, he's out for, for more weeks than that. It's a shoulder injury to George Hill out two weeks. This means a lot of Colin Sexton, Trey. Are you excited about the Colin Sexton era? Absolutely. I'm, I'm a Sexton guy. I've been around since, uh, since, you know, his collegiate and his high school, uh, seasons, but, um, groom the rook. I don't understand that whole fiasco in the locker room where they were, you know, saying that he doesn't know how to play basketball. I'm still, you know, disgusted with the, with that opinion. You know, you're supposed to, as a vet, you're supposed to take those guys under your wings. Let this dude grow up. That's all I'm all, you know, I mean, all I'm about right now. Um, yeah. The, the the real problem are those jerseys that they showed today. Oh, the city, the city jerseys. I don't know. The city jerseys. No, the city Dave, don't do it. Like it. Dave, 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 no, Dave, no, Dave, no, we're not going to do this. I it's, like really, a, it's like a high C box. I haven't been feeling your fashion tweet. Oh, cool. I'm not I'm not feeling yours either. Like I care. Like I care. I think we, uh, I think, I think you bring up a good point, Trey, both about the fashion tweets and about the fact that, um, you know, George Hill didn't really mentor De'Aaron Fox too much in Sacramento. Like why? No, why is he, it's a selfish got, guy. He got paid. Like, why aren't you trying? You could, this is the new NBA. You can play two point guards together. Like help these kids out. Listen, ever since George Hill went blind, he's been dead to me. Guys, Cotton Bureau, cottonbureau.com. Go search Count the Dings. I just got my shirt today with the uh, the names of the pods all all crossed off with the uh, with the back to back clean as a whistle. Got that. Got the ding pin. Got the golden do rag pin. You go to CottonBureau.com. You search Count the Dings. You can get one of our four shirts, two of our four shirts, all four of them. Anything you want. We got the pins. We got a lot of good stuff on there, but it's only available for a limited time. Only about another week or two. So get your pre orders in. Get your shirts. Enjoy the merch. All right, two other games on the night for Thursday. The Clippers lose to the Blazers, 116-105. Blazers have now won three in a row. Damian Lillard had 25 points. CJ McCollum had 23 points. Uh, Gallo had 20. Gilgis Alexander had 19. Um, a pretty a pretty con- like tightly contested and a pretty uh, aggravated Clippers team. It seemed like they were complaining about a lot of calls, and the Blazers really didn't like that, Trey. Yeah, I mean – Kudos to SGA. He's learning how to play the game. He looks good. One yeah, game he's time. good. Absolutely. Baby. I'm very high on him. Um, but, yeah, you know, the Blazers, they're getting it going, man, even though, you know, they got the gunslingers in the backcourt. Those dudes were chucking tonight. Um, and it, it worked. But, yeah, they were they were chucking, man. Um, but the Clippers, I think they'll, they're doing better than what we expect. So, yeah, you know, I'm not going to praise the Clippers every night, but. They're doing better than the Rockets right now. Let's just say that. And then, Dave, the Celtics, 116, Suns 109 in overtime amid some maybe Terry Rozier trade inquiries that are happening around the league because he's not happy with his minutes. Uh, Kyrie Irving at 39, 7, and 6. Devin Booker at 38 points. But the, the Suns were leading by a lot in this game for a long time, even into the fourth quarter. And then, Dave, they're just idiots. Like they just defend so stupidly. They it was like they were trying to give the game to the Celtics. Is there a point? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, maybe they're trying to lose on purpose for a reason. Have you thought about that? We were no. just talking about this. No, Robert Sarver mm-hmm. would never. Oh please, please do not give him so much credit. Uh, yeah, I don't know how Boston came back to win that game besides complete incompetence from Phoenix. Uh, and and as for Terry, man, I mean, I've been saying this 
since the end of the playoffs last year that he was he was a goner. So I would not be shocked if he was in a different jersey very yeah. soon. It might be easier to trade him if he wasn't shooting thirty eight percent from the field. Oops. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's he's first team go to hell ball. Um, <laughs> it's seven uh, teams pursuing him, so you know. Hopefully he ends up out here, man. I, I need a reason to come to some Suns games. All right, guys. Line of the night. Uh, I'm going to give us two candidates here. Kyrie Irving had 39, 7, and 6, plus three steals. Paul George with 20, 11, six assists, six steals. I'm going to go with Paul George. Kyrie actually was pretty bad for most of this game and then got going late against an incompetent Suns defense. I'm going to go Paul George because that's six steals. That's a lot of steals. Uh, yeah, I got to go with PG, too. I think it's, it's it's big that he stepped up and, and he filled that role that that uh, that Russ left for him. I'm gonna go with Kyrie. Uh, that team trailed majority of the game, and you know they will. Even though it's the Suns, still it's a tough deficit to come back from um, and and get the win. Now, if the Suns would have won, I would have gave it to Devin Booker. But I'm gonna roll with Kyrie. All right, guys, new feature, Game of the Weekend to Watch. We got a lot of games Friday, a lot of games Saturday, a lot of games Sunday. So, Trey, what is your one game to watch this weekend? Bucks and Nuggets on Ooh, Sunday. Sunday, that's going to be a good one. Bucks will be on a back-to-back, uh, but the but the the first game of that back-to-back is a noon game in L.A. against the Clippers. Dave, who you got? I'm going with Celtics Trailblazers in Portland at the Moda Center. I think it's going to be an interesting opportunity for Portland to show whether or not they're really a contender. I'm going to go Celtics at jazz on Friday. Uh, Celtics are on a back to back, but again, it was against the sun. So it's not too tough, but going into against that jazz team, the jazz really need to pull their, pull their stuff together here. Their defense has been pretty, uh, pretty average so far. Donovan Mitchell needs to get going a little bit more Rubio and Ingles need to get going a little bit more. So I think the Celtics at jazz could be a really fun test for both of them. Check out Nerder She Wrote with Dave DeFord, Coach Thorpe, and Sirit Sohi on Thursday. We got the mailbag on Friday. Don't forget, BOMM is on its own feed. You got to go like it, subscribe to it, review it, tell your friends, put it, you know, put a little post-it note on there to do it every single day. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this, the daily thing, as well as our other feeds back to back. Keegan Fahey's NFL Pod the Interceptable with me and the House of Strauss. Thanks for waking up with us. Go brush your teeth. Black Trey, Dave Schilling, Rob Lopez. You know what it is, Trey. Ding ding.